no book. But the Bible. We have no law but love. So we are going to love you, Sister Florence. We have no membership. So you don't have to sign anywhere. We only have fellowship. Amen. And we believe that the blood of Jesus Christ washes and cleanses us from all sin. So all the visitors that are here in Amidis feel at home and here we really love the word and we preach the word. And Christ is number one in our life. Christ is number one in this church. Amen. 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 Today we have a visitor from Nairobi. But before I introduce him, allow me to take a moment and uh, put you up to date with uh, with I, I know I've taken a while, so I need to, to, to put you to up to date with uh, our contributions towards our church land. Um, before I do that, I'd like to remind uh, some people who gave pledges towards um, uh, the purchase of the piano and also the uh, the rent when we are moving into this place. Uh, you have quite a, a few here. I know I'm seeing that you there are some who have been consistently contributing to their pledges. But if you know um, that you pledged, I would like to encourage you to please fulfill your pledge. You know, whenever you make a pledge, kindly, brethren, I want to encourage you, don't take it lightly. Uh, Myself, I'm one of the people that has uh, continually pledged for our church land. And I try to be an example and to fulfill every other month. And there are several here who also do that. So we are still at, um, I don't know, brother, where's brother? You know? ah, I mean, brother Joel, is this up to date? The email I have, is it up to date? Is, there is no addition. Okay, so we are still at 25 million. 107,300. Um, this is not small. But we are looking for at least 150 million. Let me ask you a question. How many still believe that the Lord can do it? Now, if you believe, act like it. You don't have to give a lot. You don't have to give a lot. Especially if you attend fellowship here regularly, I'm encouraging you to pledge something and give it every month. We started this, uh, we made this March in since September of last year. So we've made now one year. So if it wasn't for the shifting and all that, I'm sure it would have been 
much ahead. Singate kwali kusenguka na vichoko ya utani bate walanyo. But uh, still it is good. So up 25 million within a year. That's good. Eh, sebo kunganya million ya bini mutano mwaka. Chirunji na chum. I'm sure we can do much better. Enanzi kitiza tusobolo singaka. If we are more committed. So as I'm speaking to you now, I would like you to make a pledge in your heart to the Lord to be more committed to this. And the Lord will bless you. Amen. Amen. Uh, so I'd like to introduce uh, Brother Kennedy. I have an email here that I was just I was just going back into the archives uh, from 2014. In in uh, November. On Wednesday, 6th. And I had visited, I'd just visited Nairobi. Nairobi as a preacher. And uh, I because meet very many brethren because when you travel you get to meet many people many people become your acquaintances and friends but as I was walking out of the church after the service then I met uh, this young brother who was seriously you know looking on his face and you know he stopped me and said God bless you brother and I said God bless you brother and I said what is your name he told me I told him mine and uh, I was young but he was much younger than me I was one year married at that time and uh, so the brother told me, I said, I would like you to pray for me or with me because I have a desire in my heart serve the Lord. I said, I think he called it a burden. And so I, 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 I don't remember whether we prayed there, but I remember I prayed with him. And we kept you know, I gave him my address. As I was reading this email, he says, God bless you. How are you, Brother Talemwa? I'm Brother Ken. Ken. From Third Exodus Pentecost Assemblies. You gave me your contacts after the service was over and you told me to get in touch with you. I had also told you about the burden I have in my heart to serve God. I ask that you may keep me in prayer concerning this. And so from that time we continually go were in touch with Brother Ken. And Brother Ken has been to Uganda a few times. And uh, he has preached some phenomenal uh, meetings. He got married. And is a family man now. And uh, one thing that I, I love about him is that something that I see in myself, or I saw in myself even at that time that I saw in him, the burden and the zeal 
to serve God. You see, there are many, many people, especially young people, that the devil, listen, that the devil would like to take especially at a younger age and use them as his ambassadors as his ambassadors for taking bank bank you know bank wheat uh, drinking alcohol and you know they go to bars and, and you know when the devil captures one he always inspires him and gives him a burden and a zeal to inspire others you see that's how the devil works but let me tell you the devil came from God from heaven and whatever he does is so with God that's why I say whatever the devil does is a perversion and he perverts what God has done. I believe that God wants to use younger men and younger ladies to call them at a very young age and use them to influence others to do the same thing. To go and rob souls from the kingdom of darkness and bring them into the kingdom of light. I don't know about you, but I trust that you will desire to be one of those. So I've traveled with Brother Ken several places. We were in Ethiopia one day. And uh, and with a trip of weeks, in that trip, God did marvelous things. In that trip alone, a church started in the city of Awasa, which is still running even now. In that trip, God did many. I think I don't know. Was it? Over 30 people were baptized. And I was with Brother Ken all the way. And after we finished our trip and we were traveling back home, I'm married, he's married, he has a family, I have a family. You know, we had just for COVID. And then both of us tested positive. And you know, when you have Tested positive for COVID, you don't you don't go on any flight. <laughs> we were not allowed to go on any flight. And we were grounded. <laughs> and we were isolated. So we were all discouraged. And both of us were encouraging one another. <laughs> Oh my. Amina. That, that was quite a, a moment. But the Lord took us through it. Through that. So I have quite some good moments with Brother Ken. Memory. But most important, Brother Ken is here to preach to us the word. Amen. He has preached to us on Wednesday. Tune to turn. 
How many enjoyed that? Amen. Tuning And then on Friday. Oh, I missed that. And then again he's going to preach to us today. I know his wife might be streaming or will stream this later. And I said to you, sister, thank you for lending him to us. God bless you. So, Brother Ken comes from uh, Third Exodus Assemblies, pastored by Pastor Wycliffe from Nairobi. And I'd like us to stand to sing a chorus as uh, the minister comes. It is already 11.30, so I pray that we give him we give him time. You know, we are not in a hurry. I hope. Today is the day of the Lord. Is the Lord this day? How many are saying we are going to give the preacher time? God will bless you if you do Amen. There's a chorus that we used to sing here. It's all, it's all over me. He is it's all over me, it's keeping me alive. Jesus is keeping me alive. Amen. Amen. Well, is all over me. Keeping me alive is keeping. Well, is keeping me alive is all over me. But man is keeping me alive. Oh, Jesus is keeping me alive. Where is the Holy Ghost and fire? Amen is keeping me. Hallelujah, keeping me alive. Here is the Holy Ghost and fire. He's keeping me. Amen, Jesus is keeping me alive. Amen, is the Holy Ghost on fire. Is keeping me. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord, is keeping me. Amen, is the Holy Ghost on fire. I feel him in my feet. Will I feel him in my feet? I feel him in my heart. Amen. I have him in my heart. Well, and he's all over me. He is the Holy Ghost and fire. Amen. Hallelujah. He's keeping me. Amen. Is the Holy Ghost and fire. He's keeping me. Love the Lord this morning. Is He keeping you alive? Is He sustaining you? Is He as He has been the one that has saved you? Is He the one doing the work of redemption in you? So we have every reason to thank Him tonight. We have every reason to praise Him this morning. Because He has done so many and marvelous things. You know. There is a reason why
David said that hey, let everything that has breath praise the Lord because he's the one that gives the breath someone said some time back go to the mortuary and put an alarm clock next to the dead body and you will realize it's not the alarm that wakes people every morning so if he's keeping you alive you have a reason to praise keeping you alive you have a reason to come to church today keeping you alive you have a reason to give him back that life you know the way God does things so many people get stumbled with very little things but saints if you get to a place we can realize that all that we have all that we are is God's oh we believe a very victorious life the money that you have is God so the way God does it he gives you all these things but he just wants to see how faithful you are he gives you money and he says that I've given you this money all I want is just 10% God wants to see your faithfulness he's given you all the days of the week but he's asking during service time just come to the house of the Lord God wants to see how faithful you are he has given you a wife he's given you a husband he's given you children he wants to see are you going to give them back to him He's given you education. He wants to see, are you going to use his education to serve him? Blessed be the name of the Lord. So let us be a people that are here this day knowing that we've come giving our all to God because anyway at the end of the day it all belongs to him. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I think after such a wonderful introduction, I'm even lost for words on what you say. But just allow me uh, to pass up this greeting from my family. As you've heard, I'm a family man. I receive greetings from my wife. I uh, greetings from my parents. They knew that I was coming here and they sent me with greetings. Uh, my pastor also sent me with greetings. So I did not sneak. <laughs> Blessed be the name of the Lord. I have a pastor back home. I feed uh, spiritually. And he was happy that I was coming to this side. He gave me special greetings to the pastor and to the church. And he also told me, pass the greetings of our church. And I believe that you receive them. Other brothers that you know. Someone like Brother Paul, Paul sent me with greetings as well. Uh, Pastor Moges of Ethiopia, Moges Ethiopia he knew that he was coming this way. He sent me with greetings as well. And I trust that you receive them. 
Maybe before we get into the word, we also just want to pass uh, quickly some appreciation to the pastor for giving me an opportunity to stand here. As, as he said, we've come from far. And he's a man that I really appreciate so much. Pastor, I just want to say from this sacred place, that God may bless you so much. And as I come any time that I'm around here, you can be sure that I'll be supporting this ministry. I want to also thank Pastor's wife for the hospitality. It's so good to me, Brother Shem. Brother and most importantly, Brother Isaac here. I want to say that he's been my guide. Picked me from the bus station. Took me all around from place to place. All the brothers and sisters that I got to shake their hand. May God bless you so much. I was saying on Wednesday, started uh, back at the house at back at pastor's house and I can see that there has been growth so I thank God for you brother keep on pressing the battle keep on fighting the good fight of faith and I believe that the Lord shall see you through so I may not be able to say all these things but just know that in my heart I love you I'll be praying for you trusting that you'll be praying for me may the Lord bless you so much so I just request that you turn to our Bible very quickly the main reason why we are here is for the word we want to ensure that we give that uh, the full attention that it requires chapter 23 just want to pick a little thought there. I, I don't want to change my text. Just want to continue with the same same subject. Tuned to turn. But for a text, you can just put some colon or something like that. And say, the voice. Tuned to turn. The voice. We shall see it as we go along. And we shall read the book of Exodus chapter 23 verse 20. And the Bible says. Behold. I send an angel before thee. To keep thee in the way. And to bring thee into the place. Which I have prepared. The work of keeping the people in the way. It was not the work of Moses. 
because the work of the angel the work of bringing the people to the place was not the work of Moses it was the work of the angel because it is the angel or rather it is God that had prepared the place so the same same way that our God is a jealous God he could not leave the work of salvation to any man. That is why he left from being God the Father. He became flesh that he can become the kinsman redeemer to go die for you and I. And after his death on the cross, he said it is finished. He didn't entrust man to people through. He said I will send you another comfort so now he stopped from being God among us now he becomes God in us to see us through what am I trying to say the work belongs to the Lord he is the one that saved you he is the one that fills you with the Holy Ghost he is the one that does the work of redemption he is the one that removes the filthy heart He's the one that positionally places you in the court. He's the one that will rapture you. He's the one that will raise you if you happen to die. He's the one that heals you when you're sick. He's the one that does all these things. The work is the Lord. Beware of him. Chapter 21. Sorry, verse 21. Beware of him and obey his voice. Obey his voice. Provoke him not. For he will not pardon your transgression. For my name is in him. Obey his voice. So when Moses was speaking, Hallelujah. When Moses was giving instructions that it is time to pitch the tent because the pillar of fire has stopped. It was not Moses speaking because Moses was watching the pillar of fire. So when Moses said stop, they had to obey the voice of the angel. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thine enemies and an adversary unto thy adversaries for mine angel shall go before thee and bring thee in unto the Amorites and the Hittites and the Perivites and the Canaanites and the Hivites and the Jebusites and I will cut them off. Precious Heavenly Father in the name of our Lord Jesus we have read your precious Holy One Lord Jesus Christ standing behind 
this sacred death. Standing before your sacred people. Who you came down from heaven and to die for them. Lord, you just ask thy blessings this day. That heavenly father, you may be with us. We have sang the songs of Zion. Lord, I believe that your presence has come down. Lord, come and do the exceedingly abundantly. Come and be with us, dear Lord Jesus. Even in the ministry of the word, I ask that heavenly father, Holy Spirit shall have the preeminence move in our midst as touch each and every heart as you open our ears open our hearts that we shall be turned to you, O God, to hear this voice that Lord Jesus Christ and give us a heart of obedience that will obey that no matter what it takes we shall obey the voice of the age. Bless us all together, Father. We have heard your word, O God. And Lord, as your spirit ministers it unto us, we ask that Lord, it shall be you that is speaking the word and it shall be you in the believers meaning the same thing we surrender all things unto you Father bless us oh God but at the end of this service each one of us shall have received a portion from you our faith looks up to thee Father this we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus you shall have your seat Amen Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. We've been speaking about tune to turn. And I'm praying that the Lord tonight, this, this morning, shall just uh, give us a climax for this. We can never really put a full stop to the word of God. But I believe other ministers will come in and maybe take the same, same line or take another direction. But saints, the message is one. The gospel is one. The thing is, I may not preach like your pastor here. I may not preach like the, the ministers that you have here. But I believe in the fivefold ministry. The fivefold ministry is like this hand. Every finger has a purpose. This one might seem so little, but it complements the hand. This one might be, maybe be the smallest or the chubbiest. But without the thumb, there is no grip in the hand. So, all these people and all this ministry have a place in the body. And Brother Abraham has taught us that the fivefold ministry is God's dressware. God dresses in the, himself in the fivefold ministry to come and stand before the people. And when he stands before the people, people do not come to speak their thoughts. They have to speak the word. If I can go ahead of my sermon a little bit. 
we shall see how all these things match together but tonight I want to show you this day I want to show you something that we are moving known as we read Malachi chapter 4 now we are moving from Malachi 4 and we are passing through Ephesians 4 Ephesians 4 speaks about the fivefold ministry and we are going going to Revelation chapter 4. Saint, our God is a specific God. Malachi 4 is a prophet of the age. Amos chapter 3 verse 7. The Lord God shall do nothing. He has to reveal what he wants to do to his servants, the prophets. And we receive the prophet in our day. We receive the prophet in this age. But now, when the prophet goes of the sea. We have Revelation 10 verse 7. That's in the days of the voice. And I'm glad today that I'm preaching to members of a church. Days of the voice fellowship. And I want us to catch a revelation here. Because we want to really step on the scripture properly. Because friends, as long as we are walking in this world, we must walk in line with the scriptures of our day. So I, I believe when the man of God I don't know the inspiration that he has or where the name came from but one thing I know it is in line with the scripture now follow me follow me clearly this angel had appeared to Moses Moses had a very good message that the Lord had sent has sent me to bring you out from the to take you to the promised land. That was a very good message. But now, the reason why they knew him to be a prophet was because it lined up with the scripture. So each and everything has to line up with the scripture. I don't care what I might preach to you today or what your pastor might preach tomorrow or another preacher will preach the basis of all revelations must be the Bible. I might have a good title. I might call myself a bishop. I might have a doctorate degree. But if my experience does not match up with the Bible, since I am leading it to hell, but if it matches up with the Bible, you can speak like Paul. Follow me as I follow Christ. Them that have their hearts stand. Them that have their hearts stand. Don't forget our text. Because everything is right there in the text. We find people like Joshua. We find people like Caleb. They followed Moses with all their hearts. Because they knew. I am following Moses. Because Moses is following the pillar of fire. So let us measure our pictures with the word. Let's our experiences with the world. Because as long as we're in the world, we will reap the full benefit. We won't live at a privileged life. We won't just be listening to a gospel. 
that no come to the house will be blessed come to the house of God will be blessed no you are being blessed because you came to the house of the Lord. You are being blessed because you are in the word. Now we finished on Wednesday and we are speaking about this man Moses. But let us just go on a little bit and give it some context. So I said we are moving from Malachi 4 through Ephesians 4. Now Malachi 4 was not the end. The powerful ministry is not the end. That is why when we come to Sunday service on Wednesday or Friday service that is not the end of your Christian life. As a Christian you must get to Revelation chapter 4 where John was in the spirit and he could hear the voice of the Lord. Saints let us move it is okay. We can listen to the message. We can come to church and listen to sounds. But God raises us higher. Oh, what a fellowship. What a joy divine. We ngotambutwe in Malachi 4, people end up depending. Brother Branham in the inner court, they had to depend on some of their works because that is where the candlestick was. And the work of the priest was to ensure that the light never goes off. Human effort was required, you know, to trim the lamps it requires a minister to you know, study and prepare someone and be in prayer. But in the Holy of Holies, it is rest. Because in there there is life. Now, when I'm talking about rest, I'm not just talking about living life the way you want. Rest where you have labored from your works. You have received the hidden life. I no longer live. But Christ lives in me. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. But I'll remember Malachi 4 is not coming with his message. Ephesians chapter 4 is not depending on his message. The voice is one but through different vessels. Now go with me. Because according to the book of Exodus, they were to obey the voice of the angel. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. Because when Moses left the scene, did the work stop? 
Blessed be the name of the Lord. The work did not stop. Because it was not the work of Moses. That is why saints that God may help because it comes to a place where these things need to become real to us. Where we realize even the purpose of God sending us a message. That is why we were coming to a place where we say that the purpose was to turn our because it is in that place the children of Israel had to measure more. He said that he's come from the Lord. And he's come with a message. Fine, let us look at his message. That is taking us to the promise. He was taking them to, to, to another uh, trip and maybe leading them to Africa. Automatically they would know this is not from the Lord. Because the promise of the day they were to go back to the land of their father. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That is why we have to measure each and everything with the word. Whatsoever we preach whatsoever we say has to line up with the word. No matter how good it may seem. No matter how, how nice. How, how, you know, some things that are preached with so much vigor and as long as it does not match up with the word, you are headed in the wrong direction. But let's look at the children of Israel. The thing was, where the voice of the angel when the angel says stop, stop. When the angel says move, move. And the Lord was always with them. Remember, we also say, that their hearts were so hardened they would mama now and then but the grace of the Lord was sufficient we know that the Old Testament was low but right there these people were somehow experiencing the grace of God why were they experiencing the grace of God? Because God had chosen them. As long as they were with Moses. No matter how much they murmured. Of course God will punish them. Even right now. If you go about in your wayward ways. And you know the truth. You come God will forgive you. But you will pay for it somehow. That is the same, same thing that happened with them. As long as they were with Moses. Somehow God would always give them a solution. When they will turn and start saying, now we have no water, we have no this. Oh Moses, you brought us from Egypt to bring us here to die. People, their hearts not turned to the promise. They were comparing their experiences with Egypt. 
forgive me. I, I feel led to mention something. We should ensure that we really check ourselves with the word properly. Because we cannot say that we are Christians yet we have desires of the world. Yet we say we want to pattern ourselves after the world. Because God had brought out the children of Israel and his purpose for them was that they should be a peculiar people. Some in the book of Deuteronomy God was dealing with these people so nicely and still Moses was giving them a challenge. Is there a nation that God is so near to them as the way he is near to you. This is how God was dealing with the children of Israel. No matter how much they murmured, the promises of God was yes and they meant to them. When they came to a place where they didn't have water, the angel of the Lord spoke to Moses, smite the rock and to do give for this water. When they got to a place that they were crying about food. God told them in the morning there will be manna. Now God's instructions to the people were so clear. I will get into much details, but let me just go The Bible says that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Who is the mouth of God? It is a prophet. Moses came on this. When manna was being provided to the people, and Moses gave instructions, these were not the thoughts of Moses. This was the voice of the angel through the instrument of a man. He tells them somewhere. Do not collect more than you need. You can get that in Deuteronomy. Do not collect more than you need. Just collect a portion because no matter how much this one collected five bags or how many bags, when it was being measured the measure was the same blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus why? they were called people as long as you've matched up your experience with the one you know sometimes you have people that are holier than thou and they always want to criticize others brother you know God is doing this it is okay to have those kind of experiences but when placed upon the same one the measure of grace that saves them is the measure of grace that saves them as long as you fulfill the requirements came to a place where they were told do not take more on particular days because on the next day they will rot but no they did not believe some of them too 
And for sure, when they went and took more than they were supposed to and kept some for the next day, but they went the next day, it was rotten. Very simple things. Very simple things. But it was the voice of the angel. Another time he tells them, Now this day, speak for today and for tomorrow. <laughs> Because tomorrow, there will be nothing that will fall. Now some, speak only for today. When they go the next day, they find nothing. Because some of these people thought what this man is talking about we are so used to Moses. Things have been happening. The man has been calling every day. But it was the voice of And as long as they followed the voice of the angel they were assured of victory. They were assured that they would win. They were assured because the promise was my angel shall go before thee. God was moving the attention of the people to give them comfort. Whatsoever you will come across in the journey my children do not fear. Because my angel has already put the situation before you come to a sudden circumstance in life. Have this blessed assurance that the angel of the Lord has gone before you. What are we talking about? We are on a journey just as they were. And the problem that these people had was their heart. But as long as their heart was turned to the promised land, no matter what came their way, they knew that the Lord is among us. That is why we have people like Joshua and Caleb whose hearts had been turned and they were looking at the promise They were not looking at the difficulties. They were not looking at the impossibilities. They were looking at the promise. That is how the believer should be today. God has said it. I believe it. That's it. Okay. I don't know how it's going to work out. I don't know how it happens. But I come from being a sinner. And I become a saint. That's one thing I know. God has said it. I believe it. I don't know how I'm going to be healed. I don't know how I'm going to be raptured. I don't know how I'm going to be raptured to the Holy Ghost. I don't even know how these things are going to be. God has said it. I believe it. I believe it. 
That is how it was with Joshua and Caleb. They survey the land. And they see all these giants. When others were singing possibilities. Other that giants had already fallen. Others were still themselves. Trampling over giants. You have just sung. And Satan is under my feet. Hallelujah. Amen. Because the children of Israel, that was a reality. As long as their hearts have been tuned back to the promised land. Then you are think for sure. As long as I'm in the promised land, there is no sickness. Amen. They knew sickness was under my feet. As long as they were not. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. There is where Moses, Musa, maybe I can just repeat to those that were not here. That is where Moses, there was a contention between Lucifer and Michael over the body of Moses. Because Moses never entered the promised land. The only thing that we read is that there was a, a battle as they were fighting over his house. And we said that the reason this was so was because Moses had been buried in the promised land. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How do you support that, Brother Ken? Resurrection was to only happen in the promised land. That is why when Job Jacob went to his son Joseph in Egypt, he told them categorically, do not leave my bones, do not leave my bones, because he knew resurrection was to happen in the promised land, rapture was to happen in the promised land, Elijah was taken away in the promised land, that is how Jesus came, when Jesus came, there was Moses who had been buried in the promised land. There was Elijah who had been raptured in the promised land. And the type of the believer if the Lord Jesus dies brother sister be buried in Christ brother sister rise up with Christ that is your inheritance follow the voice of the angel Blessed be the name of the Lord. This promised land was the one place where the promise of God. You see, even when Abraham was buying. The cave of Machpelah. He didn't just buy it anywhere. In the promise. These people had revelation. 
these people had revelation because they knew as long as we are in the promised land as long as we are in Christ amen hallelujah I will build my church upon this rock. And the gates of hell shall not the gates of hell shall not prevail. It is not that they would die. Satan will whisper down. Will voices the voice of the angels. Voices of sickness. What does the voice of the angel say? I am the Lord. Forgiveth all thy sins. Hallelujah. In the promised land. Let me shock you now. May not be in the promised land today. But your heart has been turned back to the Lord. And you're trying to make that journey. I want to assure you. No demon has the right to stand before you. They tried. They tried. But I see one time. They were fighting the Amalekites. As they were fighting the Amalekites. When the hands of Moses were up, they, they, they would receive victory. But Moses was wary. Moses was wary. But there were two people that taught a revelation. There was Aaron who came from the priesthood kingdom. There was Ur who came from the tribe of Judah. They stood with Moses. One held his hand. One held the other hand. Let me show you some The book of Revelation has he has made us unto himself and you know why Jesus is called the king of kings because he's the king of this because these kings they have dominion they have ruled sickness they have ruled sin they have ruled the spirits of Laodicea they have even ruled this body. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Jesus is the king over this king. He has made us unto himself. Kings and priests. What is the work of a priest? The work of a priest is to intercede. That is all your business. When you see a brother or a sister in Paul, not to be the, the, the biggest, the biggest broadcasting network in your NBS. Yes, NBS. Your work is not to be NBS. Your work is to intercede. That is what Aaron and Ur did. Kings and priests. 
Victory was guaranteed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They tried so many instances. They tried so many instances. But they would not prosper. They would not prosper. Because the promise of God was obey the voice of the angel. For he will lead you to that place that I have prepared for you. That is why someone Gideon would stand. Gideon Lord God, God, if thou be with us, if you are among us, then we are the miracle. Because these people knew as long as we are in the promised land, there are some things that should not be happening. Amen. Saints, if you are a church that believes God, there are things that we should not be allowing to happen amongst us. There are some things that should be over and above us. Because you know that God is with us. You know that God is among us. That is why someone like David. Look at David. Anointed as king. There, he looking after the sheep. And one day he just goes to, you know, take some bread to the brother. And at this time, Goliath the Philistine had really given her, you know, some very crazy and weird ultimatum. David. Was a man after God's own heart. We are dealing with the hearts, remember. So here is David. When he comes and hears the defiance of this Goliath, it really makes him enraged. How can these things be? A people of the promise. When Saul and the soldier are seeing a giant, do you know what David sees? An uncircumcised priest. It depends. That is why we have a message. Look away to Jesus. Look at the unseen. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. Because if you look at things a particular way, instead of seeing God, you will be seeing problems. But if your heart has been turned to God, no matter what comes your way, this is nothing. Because God is a God of possibilities. God is an able God. God is a solution. So here they were. Saul 
when the report goes to Saul, Saul that that was was man, this man David is saying that he can be able to defeat this man. Now the thing is, <laughs> David was not depending on his ability. David was depending on the promise. I'm in the land of my father. That is why saints, the problem is not that we do not believe the Bible. We have not just turned back. We have not received the Holy Ghost. When the Spirit of Truth shall come, He shall lead you, guide you to all truth. When you have the Holy Ghost, He will teach you how to dress. He will teach you how to love your wife and your husband. As a wife, He will teach you how to submit. He will teach you how to run the household. As young people, He will teach us how to be like Daniel and the faithful children. As sisters, he will teach you to be like a modern day Esther. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But David knew. I'm in the land of my father. And he also knew something else. The prophet Samuel came. Samuel And anointed me as. Already. He had been anointed king, but not crowned king. And Brother Martin told us in the morning that the anointing breaks the yoke. Not the crown. <laughs> that is why there is a difference between someone who is anointed and someone who is crowned. Check this out. You will have some presidents or some kings that will come and usurp authority over a reigning king. They are crowned king they crown themselves as kings but without anointing. But with anointing, it also gives you an assurance. I may not be crowned yet, but the anointing is over me. My day of crowning is coming. So it is not the crown that gives you the right and the power to act as a king. I don't know if someone is getting me. We said, you will have a president have the crown, yes. But zero but look at David. David had been anointed. So the anointing pushes him to act as a king without the crown. 
Amafuta gamu sindika Nyeisenga kabaka atali nangure And the anointing Amafuta Of the Holy Ghost Agomo ye mutukufu Amen Hallelujah I don't know if someone is getting me this morning. The anointing of the Holy Ghost in the believer will make you start acting like Christ. You will not have to start waiting for the rapture. I, I want to be in the rapture. Now I will know that I am really a part of Christ. No! With the anointing, you start acting like Christ. And you know what? Someone in the, in the, in the, I believe in the three episodes of John. It, it says somewhere. For this cause, if the Son of Man comes, destroy the works of the enemy. With the anointing, you will not be busy complaining that the devil has done this. Oh, devil, why? Devil, is, am I the only one? That, am I the only one? You will be like, devil, you do your part. But my work, you have built a kingdom here. My work is. Oh, my work is strong. Because when Jesus came and he went to the deepest, saints, I believe that the anointing of the Lord is here. This anointing is going to do something. This anointing is going to get somewhere. This day, Jesus wants to go you have an issue in your life nobody knows about it the pastor doesn't know about it. Your parents don't know about it. Your husband or your wife don't know about it. The anointing is here. Jesus is here. Yes, He's willing to go. Because when he goes, he did not. He did not knock. Yes, Don't leave this service with your problem. in the army. Here he was. 
exercising kingship over his own kingdom. Saul was just there, but as a superficial king, there was a man who had received anointing. And this anointing could not stand. If you have the Holy Ghost, you will not just sit. You will not just stand. And watch things go the way you will say, Satan, you are a blast. So they took him to Saul. Took him to Saul. Saul was there. Now, David, Dawodi, you know, Omani, this man, you're just a youth. By this man has been a warrior from his youth. You are just a youth. But this man has been a warrior from his youth. Even this pastor didn't have he didn't have confidence in his sister. That's not a pastor with a true anointing. A pastor with a true anointing will come to you, brother, sister. You believe me as a servant of the Lord. Upon the commission, as I was with Moses, so shall I be with thee. Do you believe the message of Malachi 4? And the angel told him, if you get the people to believe you, that not even cancer shall stand before you. Do you believe it, sister? Now that angel of brother Branham, brother Branham might have gone to the grave, but that angel didn't go to the grave So my brother, my sister, do you believe me to be a servant of the Lord. And as we pray this prayer, that answer shall not even stand before us. And we pray and pray and answer shall not stand. So here was Saul. This man has been a warrior. He's been a man of war. And his youth in other words trying to say David you see where you are right now even if you are meeting the youth Goliath <laughs> not this Goliath that has grown so huge now the youth Goliath brother you wouldn't even stand the one is but I thank God for a prophet. I came with a message. And he said that even with the weakest of saints, no on their knees to pray. Amen. What is he doing? Putting confidence in you. Making you realize who you are. A brother was giving us this story. There was this brother who 
he really used to pray. And he was such a prayerful young man. And whenever he would pray, he would really cause havoc. So one day his shoes were just under the bed. And he was just going to look for the shoes. And as he was going to look for the shoes, <laughs> the demon started running away. Now he's about to start praying again. The brother was not about to pray. But the devil was so afraid of this brother. Hallelujah. <laughs> Give me sons and daughters of God. Give me sons and daughters of God. That will stand in their rightful position. Because David is here and he's saying. If I die. Let me die. It is better for me to die. Fighting for my Lord. Than standing here. And listen to him mock my God. So here is Saul. You know, brother, you are going to fight the enemy. You need to have this helmet, this breastplate. You can have my, you know, my, my shield. And David didn't need all that. He was a preacher. We have a huge responsibility. We have young people that are fighting the spirits of Laodicea. We cannot start coming to them and telling our brother for you to overcome the influences of social media, overcome the makeups and the fashions of the world. I'm giving you this quotation. Brother Branham. I have this quote. I have this quote. We want to move from quotations to manifestations. Because David could not depend on quotations. He had an experience. There is a time a lion had come. There is a time a bear had come. Amen. Whatever little experience that God gives you, brother, sister. Don't shun it off. Because he grows you from glory to glory. From faith to faith. When he gives you that victory. Do not just stay there. Keep on telling the Lord. Oh showers of blessings indeed. We have received some. But oh God I'm pleading for more. So he said. Your quotations, as good as they are, they're actually preventing me from seeing my enemy. Because this helmet is so big, it is even covering my eyes. It's so heavy on me. Oh, but give me that old time religion that will make young men, will make young women swift on their feet. When the enemy comes, they will flee. 
give me that old time religion that will give, give them stamina in their legs when the enemy comes they will resist him amen blessed be the name of the Lord what is happening to David if it is there Uh, I, I just can't. Watch. So when others are seeing impossibilities now, it's like this. He's just seeing an attacker. And when he appears before Goliath, Goliath's blood. Goliath namuguma zanamu namuterana yogera navumbera. What does David say? You come to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Satan. Satan. You've brought all the evil forces to me. You've brought all these sicknesses. You've brought all these chaos in my family. It's okay, Satan. You just do you. I will do me. And how do I do me? I come to you in the name of the Lord. Now, let's join this up with Exodus what we've read. There was something angel of the Lord had. The name of the Lord was in And I know I believe that we all know that this was talking about Christ. So in other words, these people were to base their experiences on the name of the Lord. Remember, there was this step that Solomon built. And the prayer of Solomon that this be a place that your name will be found therein. Already, the children of Israel were a people after, uh, there were people that had been identified with the name of the Lord. That is why someone in Ezekiel, when the Lord comes, tells them, I will do one, two, three, not for your sake, but for my name's sake. Hallelujah. And also get this. A name is an identification. In the, in the New Testament we will find there is not a name that has been given in heaven or in by which man can be saved except the name of the Lord Jesus Christ is the only name that has power to save it is the name that we use to cast out demons It is the name that we use to baptize. Let me tell you something. I know we have visitors today. And I do not mean to ruffle your feathers. But we appreciate from whichever church you come from. But pastor has said we have no book by the Bible. 
Jacob Bible. So I just want to say it the way the Bible says. When you're casting a demon in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. It's a become people become katuni. They come with a cross and some holy water. Even if you hit the devil with the Bible, it must be destroying no, the Bible for nothing. No, Jimukuba, or Jacobo, John, or Nera, where it is. And when you're busy there saying, Therefore, Because this demon has more revelation than you. The book of James says, You believe that there is one God, you do well. The devils believe. So the devil has higher revelation than some of our preachers today. Because there is only one name. And at the mention of that name, that is where they came. Peter and John. And the kid called Beautiful. And met this beggar. These guys didn't have the fanciest clothes. From Jerusalem. They didn't. They just had some old ragged fashion gospel. And he went. Stretched his arms. You know expecting something. And there was Peter. Silver and gold. I have none. Okay. <laughs> But then Peter said, But what I have. Oh, and the man smiled a little. Maybe you do not have money. But you have some portion that you can give. It is okay. You may not have money, but you have something. What you have is what I want. Oh, and they say what? But what I have. This I give. In the name of the Father. Did they start doing geometry in the sky? Fighting flies. My head hurts. My chest hurts. My back is most special. But my by my shoulder. That was not the gospel. But in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The name. They came with the name. There is power in the name. There is power in the name. Oh, there is power in the name of Jesus. 
There is power in the name to do what? To break every chain. Break every chain. Break. That's right, my brothers. To break every chain. Not to break some chains. But to break every chain. To break every denominational chain. To break every church chain. To break every sin chain. To break every sickness chain. To break every vile habit. To break every addiction. That is why when they met that jailer, they not, when they, Paul and Silas, they did not start telling him that you have to stop this. 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 No, 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 no. Just do one thing. Believe on that name. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Take this gospel as benefits. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And you and your house. Why? You and your house shall be power in that name. And this is the name that was the angel. Let me shock you. Did you know? That as long as you're in Christ today, that, that name is also in you. That is why I believe today I'm not preaching to Ugandans. I am preaching to Christians. People with the name of Christ in them. The Bible will tell us that the family in heaven and the family on earth goes by one name. The Lord Jesus Christ. Now, let's go with this as I try to wind up now. The family in heaven. Remember, we say that the turning of the heart only for the children. Because it is only the children that will listen. The children of Israel had the gospel of Moses. They saw all the miracles. But because they had not been turned, because they had not gone back to the land of their fathers, their hearts were still in Egypt. That is why God dealt with them the way he did. But there were people like Caleb and Joshua. God himself comes and bears witness. Says for Caleb, because he has a different spirit within him, he shall enter in that land. If you've been turned today and you have that different heart, a heart that has been turned back to Christ, that also shows you have a representation on the other side. 
uh, on the other side. Now I may not dive deeper into that. But friends, when you're hearing the word being preached, it is your name that is being called. It is your name that is being called. That is why the word, this gospel, if you are identified with it, and it is because we preach nothing else but Christ and him crucified. So when we preach about Christ, we are talking about Christ, we are displaying Christ, you see yourself in Christ. You come to the knowledge that I am being called into Christ. And he said that step and he started shining but that can only be if you have a place in Christ that is why we can preach we can preach if you do not have something that is Christ like in you you will never receive the gospel I know that is tough and it is hard. But let me go a step higher. You might come to church. You might come to the altar and be led to Christ. But if really you do not have a representation there, you will always be having difficulty. Because there is this song that says, Something keeps holding me. Something keeps holding me. Every day. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. I may not explain it. Sometimes I try to go this way. But there's just something in my heart. I'm not saying that you're not going to fail. You will fail. But there will be something in your heart. As a true child of God, you'll be living in campus maybe. As a sister in the Influence is so much. You know, they are wearing trousers and mini skirts. With, with my brother Isaac yesterday. Because these are the things that are happening in campuses nowadays. We call it BTS back home. BTS. Brown thigh syndrome. It is okay. Now, this is something that is being shown because you want to attract something and the pressure might be so much. The pressure might be so much. But if there is something in you, you will be making a decision. Let them call me a grandmother. Let them call me an old woman. But one thing I know, I will wear like my mother Sarah. I will wear like my sister Esther. I will dress like my sister Ruth. Because you are finding identifications in the scripture. 
Well, I'm a family. This is our family album. I might be here today. There was this red soldier. I brought through a certain trauma. I had put in a wall. And things have become so much. And it's not during wartime. There are all these bombs and all these explosions. And all these things that happened. And the war was so much. And this man got into some PTSD trauma. And, and he developed amnesia. He didn't know who he was. He didn't know who his people were. But someday, they were just being taken in a trip somewhere. Just going round. And they happened to embark from the train to come off from the train. And they were walking along the fields. And he caught a certain path. And he started walking down the path. And as he was walking down the path, the, the supervisors, the people were taking care of him. They And they said, let us not stop him. Let us see where he's going to go. You might have been lost. Let me tell you, my brother, my sister, you came to this world to be a son and a daughter of God. Whatever it is that you are doing, if you are not showing the character of a son of God, you have the name of God in you. You are identified with God. The world may have put you in a condition that you have forgotten yourself. Now, I am showing you a way. There is a familiar place. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And this first soldier started walking. The way was a familiar way. He started walking. He started walking. And he came to a place. He started seeing a farm. And he continued walking. He continued walking. When he got there, the father was waiting for him right outside. Little did he know he had found his way back home. Because there was something in him. There was a call. That was calling. There is calling. There has to be a deep to respond. And I know. There is a call in someone's heart. And it is time to turn. It is time to turn. You know why? Because there is something in them to turn. There is something in them. Right now, if you ask me why I'm preaching the way I'm preaching, because it is the word. Let me ask you, why do you believe in healing? Because it is in the world. Why do you believe that God saves? Because it is in the world. There is something in you that believes it. You may not explain it. Not even understand it. Because through this, when things become explained, then faith loses meaning. 
but faith is the substance. Lord, I just believe it anyhow. So this morning, I just want to speak to someone that might be in a certain situation. And it's just there. I do not know how my life has been. But Lord, I know that I'm your son. Lord, I know I'm your daughter. I do not care how the world will call me. I do not even care what my friends will say. But one thing I know, this is the same same thing with David. If I am to go down, I want to go down as a Christian. If I am to die today, I want to die as a believer. If I am to just die, I don't know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Speak about Samson a little bit. Samson, a man that we know of in the Bible. Sometimes he really say he really messed up so much. He really, really messed up. But can I tell you something? He found a place in Hebrews chapter 11. You found a place among the heroes of faith. Can I tell you why? Because it came to a place and he turned. Let's look at him a little bit. God had brought him up to be a, a let me call him a, 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 a deliverer of God's people. His purpose was to discomfit the Philistines in any kind of way. That is why the Bible even somewhere it says that some things worked out a certain way so that Samson might find a reason to get into war with the Philistines. Now we know his life. And you know the way things happen. Remember, he'd been raised up with the parents. The parents had taught him right. The parents had showed him the way. That this is how to go. This is how you do things. You are born a Nazarite. You have a Nazarite power for you. You shouldn't take wine. You shouldn't cut your hair. You shouldn't touch uh, carcasses and whatnot. All these things he'd been told. And the teaching that he received from the parents. Remember, we say that the glory of the children is their father. All these things he was getting them from the parents. But he now got to a place where the devil had really worked on him properly. He had sold out his heart to women. And the devil had really brought him low. But our God is a God of second chances. As long as you're a son of God, as long as you're a daughter of God, God always has an appointed time where he deals with you. And I believe that today is someone's day. 
And if this is the day when you hear his word, harden not your heart, my brother. Harden not your heart. Because there came a time where I had been shaped. He saw the secret of his strength. His eyes have been popped out. He was completely weak. He had been completely destroyed. Oh, by the promises of God. I yesterday, amen. Because Samson was typing the modern day church today. When they gave out the, 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 the secret of their strength, the fall of the Holy, the Holy Spirit, and, uh, and you know, they, they came up with things that removed uh, Christ from the church. And they became a powerless church. They took the creeds of men. In place of the Holy Ghost, they put programs. In the place of the Bible, they took man-made creeds. And the church became completely powerless. But now, the promises of God is that I will restore. God is a God of restoration. God is a restorer. Because even in the temple of Israel, there had come a place where God had really blessed them so much. Remember, the glory of God was in their midst. But they moved away from God. They moved away from the things of God. From the commands of the Lord. And the enemy came and brought in a lot of ruin. But there was a promise that the glory of the latter house shall be greater than that of the first house. God has a bride. And I want to tell you something. It does not matter. If you are a part of that bride or not, it does not matter whether I'm a part of that bride or not. The one thing that remains, God has a bride. It is your work. Your work. This is my work. To ensure. Are you in the bride's triumphant? Are you in the church triumphant? Are you in the Savior's bride? Because if you're in there, you will sing a new song. One of them, one of them. I'm so glad that I can say I am one of them. That is why. This message is coming today to tune your heart that we can go back to where our glory comes from. Here was Samson. Samson such a weak state. But now, it is in that low moment that he started remembering. Now here I am because he was running those meals for the Philistines. How did I get here? And as he thought on his way, remembering how God had been so gracious, and he started remembering his vow. He will go day after day, month after month. And one day, I don't know, maybe he was washing his head or something. Ah, he felt something. His hair. And he started remembering. 
the secret of my strength is my hair. So his heart started turning back to the teachings of his parents. Back to the teachings of his mother and father. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 1 to 3. Children. Obey your parents. We might apply that in the physical kawaida. But there is also a spiritual significance. Our fathers, the apostles, we as the children, children, obey your parents in the Lord. This is right. So if our parents say it, baptism is in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Obey your parents Because if you do not obey, it shows that you are not children. But if you are part of the children, the children will listen and they will baptize in the name of the Lord Jesus. If our father said the conduct or the doctrine of the church, Children, obey your parents in the law. You can feel the rest for yourself. You can see the room was still. But I know we are Bible. That is where our glory comes from. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. So Samson turned. Samson in Back to the teachings of the father and the And the hair kept on growing. And the hair kept on growing. And as he was standing. And remembering all these things. God kept on giving him grace. God kept on giving him grace. And he realized. My work on earth was not to come and show off my strength. My work on earth was not to come and dine together with the Philistines. My work on earth was to destroy the Philistines. That is why his prayer of once more was connected to his destiny. Was connected to his purpose. Let me tell you something the Bible in Ecclesiastes says that the end of something is better than the beginning. We might look at Samson and see him as a failure. But I'll tell you the reason why he made it to Hebrews chapter 11 was because his end was better than the beginning. He caught the greatest mystery that we can catch today. That is a mystery that has evaded the Catholics. The Catholics believe that you die. And once you die, they will come with some water. There is nothing such as holy water. This water, there is nothing special about this water. But if I pray for the water before drinking it, it becomes holy water. It is not the water that is holy. It's the prayer of faith that I've made about the water that is That is why saints, let us not be lost in some funny, funny things. There is only one that is holy. And that is God. And if God is in you, then 
there is nothing in you that is holy. But if God is in you, you become a holy person. You become like Abraham. Walk now before me and be perfect. Jesus told the disciples, be ye holy as my father is holy. Jesus knew you cannot be holy of your own accord. That's why he comes and gives you the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Because once you have the Holy Spirit, so the Catholics believe you know you die once you die they come come with some smoke just going all around and they pray that the person can become a saint. scriptural basis. According to what I see in the Bible, you become a saint when you're still alive. Become a saint when you're still here. Now, as I'm closing my message today, I just want to title my message to the saints in Kampala. Because I am speaking to saints today. When Paul was writing letters to the saints in church of Ephesus, was he writing to them? These were people that were alive. What made them saints? Because the Holy God had come in them, sanctified their lives from the things of the world. They had been sanctified. They now become saints. So Samson realized the way I go down the way I go down is how I will come up. You do not plant a maize and harvest beans. You plant maize and harvest No, You plant maize and harvest you do not go down to the grave if you go down to the grave as a sinner. And then a mortal man comes to pray for you as you become a sinner. The way you go down is how you go. And the moment Samson caught that, he said, Oh God, if I am going down, I want to go down fulfilling the purpose that you brought me here on earth. And that purpose was to ensure that Philistines died for this cause. The son of man to destroy the works of the enemy. For this cause, he God put you here to destroy the works of the enemy. So how can you be destroying the works of the enemy if you are sitting with the enemy on the field?
That is why the prayer of a Christian should always be. As I am stepping out of my house. From the way I dress. From the way I talk. From the way I relate. I have one goal. To destroy the works of the enemy. You might not go carrying a sword. I wish we had time we would have gotten into those quotes. But your life is the thunder to the death. If you live the right kind of life, it is the thunder to the devil. So what you're doing, sister, as you're wearing that long dress, brothers, as you're conducting yourself like a gentleman, your life is a thunder to the devil. So as you're doing everything that you're doing, just know if a car comes and hits you right there, if a car comes and hits you right there, and you breathe your last, you have that confidence. The way I have gone down is how I will come up. I have gone down as a Christian. I will come up as a Christian. That is the mystery that the thief on the cross we were discussing it with pastor the other day and I was telling him pastor stop 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 people will say that we've discussed what we are going to say but that is the mystery that the thief on the cross caught he said remember me the heart of the thief had been turned from his evil ways Look to Jesus. Jesus. As long as his heart had been turned back to Jerusalem, everything else had to fall back in place. And he prayed and said, Oh God, I am not going to look at these symptoms anymore. They are just lying vanities. Hallelujah. He knew. If this is my end, if God is not even going to give me another chance, oh God, 
I look towards back home. My faith looks up to me. Why don't we look away to Jesus? Why don't we look away to him today? In everything that we might be going through life. May he turn my heart. May he turn your heart. Back to that. Which land is this? By one spirit. We are all baptized into one body. If you've not had the experience of the baptism of the Holy Ghost, he can feel it this afternoon. All things are possible to as long as they were in this land, there was nothing. 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 It was impossible for them. That is why Solomon prayed that, oh God, if these people, there comes a time that there will be no rain, and they pray to you, and then this land here, oh God, here from heaven, if they will have sinned, oh God, here from heaven, all the condition was be in the land, be in the land, and even say, if there will be in another land and they just stand facing this place. oh God here and when God comes to him and shows that he has accepted his prayer the Lord Jesus said if my people my people these are people that are identified with God shall turn from their wicked ways shall not do the wrong things and all this kind of things I think we can just I just want to read that part in 2nd Chronicles and finish with Romans chapter 8. Second Chronicles chapter 6. Second Chronicles chapter 6. This is where Solomon, Solomon makes the prayer. And then chapter 7. That is where the Lord visits him. Chapter 7 verse 14. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn since there is a turning that is and turn from their wicked ways then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal them as long as they just turn back to the Lord there is nothing that God would hinder from them if he is blessing their land God bless their land but fast things fast turn back to the Lord fast things fast city fast the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto him what is the kingdom of God the kingdom of God. The word of God. I wish we had the time we would have read all these quotations. But the kingdom of God. The, the kingdom of God. Is the word of God. Made the spirit. And life. In the believer. 
obwakabaka bwakatonda che kigambo cha katonda ne kifuko omubiri ne kibera mu mukiriza it is the word of god e kigambo cha katonda age spirit and life ne kifuko omoyo nobula in the believer mu mukiriza in other words you received the word ngakiregezo of received the life of the word ne kigambo nobula mwacho episode now ofuke baruwe mpandike what a title to the holy ghost she echukutsane somoyo total obedience to the word kugondera kigambo na title to the token echo chikuwa kabonero what am i trying to say friends there should be no reason to date. Why you should not get in Christ? No circumstance. Because the purpose of this message, the purpose of this gospel that we preach, this voice of the angel, it was to lead you and I to that place that the Lord has prepared. What is this place? That is why we were blessed. With all spiritual blessings. In heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. That's the place where we are turning to. Today. Because God. Has so much confidence in you brothers and sisters. We talked about Mary the other day. And how she believed the word of the Lord. How something that had not happened before. In the whole Bible history. There was no woman. She was a virgin. Who conceived. Without coming into contact with another man. But when Mary received the promise, what did she say? How can these things be? And then what did she told? That the Holy Ghost shall come upon How are you going to overcome this age? How are you going to overcome the spirits of this world? The Holy Ghost shall come upon And when she heard that, she said, Be it unto me according to your word. They are like of Elizabeth. When the angel appeared to Zachariah, gave him the promise, he doubted. But he had examples that he could look at. There was Sarah. There was Rebecca. There was Manoah and his wife. There were all these examples. But he still fails to believe. But Branham preached a message. Called it. Mary's belief. But now I want to tell you there is the bride's belief where this bride has to believe whatsoever the Lord has said concerning her will come to pass because there is a contest going on. The devil came to God's Eden and he made Eve fall. Eve had been put in God's Eden. 
Satan came perverted the whole thing sin entered so now God has a contest to the devil it is okay devil that is what you've done but I had to show my mystery of redemption but now let me show you how the mystery of redemption is so deep the mystery of redemption is so deep because I am going to take my pride put him in your Eden I don't know put him in your Eden she is going to be an overcomer right in your Eden brother sister God has invested a lot in you today he was invested in you that as long as you will start to him you can start as Eden but we will be able to overcome the internet and the tiktoks and the twitters and the facebooks and all these things and you will know I have been turned let me show you something in the world before covid came and we started using, you know, there are just a few people that are using this internet for the glory of People are using internet for very filthy things. I hope you'll be able to catch this. The reason why God is dealing with the heart because the pure in heart shall do what? They shall see. To some people, the internet is a very filthy thing. say they will not even associate themselves with it. But the the world is changing. But to a people whose heart has been turned, they will use the internet for the glory of God. When they see internet, they won't see the threat of how other bad things are going to happen. How the young people are going to be lost in things. Because look at things like TikTok. You will find people wasting their whole day on TikTok. And they're just looking at entertainment things and watching. But you are true son and daughter of God. They will use this internet. Being that their heart has been turned. Their heart is pure. They have no past. They have no desire for the things of God. So they will see God. They will use the internet to stream services. They will use the internet to create WhatsApp groups, you know, and share the message. And share the gospel. They will use the internet as a means of Matthew 28, 19, go into all the world. They will be fulfilling scripture using the internet are people whose hearts are pure they will be using the internet in Satan's Eden to defeat the devil in his own ground there is a need for us to turn I feel like I've preached for long. Stand up on our feet. Brother, please display for me Matthew chapter 8. 
As long as they were in the promised land. There was nothing. That would shake them. On Friday we saw. About the, how this king Abijah. Came up. And the mighty things that he did. And so many of the things that happened. And it was just so glorious. So uh, Romans. Romans. Hey, sorry. Avaloma esule yomunana. Musonyo muko. Avaloma esule yomunana. If we can get in Christ today. Singa tu yingira mukuri storyero. Bible tells us Romans chapter 8. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in church, which are in Christ. People that have been turned. And are now in Christ. There is therefore now no condemnation. The devil can't come and point a finger at you. If he comes and points a finger at you, and in Christ, Romans chapter 8, verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation. This is our promised land. This is our inheritance. This is a place where he has prepared for us to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Chapter 8, verse 28. I'll just read 28 and just a few verses and then all the way to 37. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. Now, I don't want us to forget this. We are talking about the people that have followed the voice of the earth. That has taken them to that land. This land is in Christ. To that love God. To them who are called according to his power. Are people that are called according to the purpose of God. Saints, if you're someone that is here today, you may not even be able to explain much of the message. But you know for sure, when I had this gospel, I had the voice of God calling me. There is a purpose why God called me. There is a reason. And the reason for whom he did foreknow also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, 
era whom he did predestinate them he also called and whom he called them he also justified and whom he justified them he also glorified the people that are called according to the purpose of God this is where we find our glory because we were called in Christ we were not called by church we were not called by a preacher we were called in Christ and this is the finished work right here they have already been glorified. What shall we say then to these things? God be for us. Who shall be against us? If God is for you, what disease, what condition, what circumstance, what trial, what temptation. Hallelujah. Brother, throw me to verse 37. Blessed be the name of the Lord. People that have been turned to Christ. Nay. In all these things. We are more than conquerors. Through him. That loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death no life, no angels, no principalities, no power, no things present, no things to come, no height, no depth, no any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Christ the groom loves you. Love me. And he has sent his love letter unto us. This love letter is to come and tune our hearts. To come and soften our hearts. These words of love that my bride I gave myself for you. I died for you. I came to save you. It is just to tune your heart. It is to tune your heart, my brother, my sister. And once your heart is tuned, you will turn back to him. And you will say, oh Jesus, I will lick the way you want me to lick. I will dress the way you want me to dress. I will pray the way you want me to pray. I will sing the do you know the meaning of nothing? Nothing. Nothing. Because if you are meant to turn, if you're this child, if you're the bride of Jesus, if you're 
bread of Jesus today. Oh God, I want to live for you. I want to give myself more. Oh God, how I desire you. Now you can look up to Jesus. He say, come what may. Come Lord. Oh, hallelujah. As you just ask the pastor to come. Do you believe that Jesus loves you? That he has sent a message to the children to turn the hearts of the children back to the fathers. Do you believe that Jesus loves you this morning? That Jesus wants your heart. That Jesus wants you today. Lord, I give you my heart. Lord, I give you my soul. I live for you alone as you give us that soul. I live for you alone. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. As you just come to rededicate ourselves once again to the Lord Jesus. My heart maybe may have desired after some things of the world. I have maybe walked in a manner that is not right. But I turn to thee today. Lord, I give my heart. I give myself away with holding nothing. Lord, I give you my heart. Give you my soul. I live for you alone. And every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake, Lord, have your Oh, this is my oh, Just lift up your hands and sing it. Lord, with all my heart, I was.